Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. So Dave Portnoy posted that he has 45 million points on Amex. So I think of this guy as like a real business guy. Like he's a hustler. He's a moneymaker. He's an action guy. I don't know if he knows that it's like the third or fourth biggest currency. There's some stat about unused points being, I think it's the third or the fourth biggest currency in the world. So he's literally just burning a currency. And I just can't imagine him not realizing that. And I invested in this company, Point.me, that helps people use their points. And I, the hotel that I'm in right now, I'm in a hotel within um, my stay in Vancouver, meaning I'm in Vancouver to shoot a movie, but then I wanted to come back into the town of Vancouver. So I decided to stay at this hotel and I used my chase points. Like points are a currency and you could be a schmuck and you could buy stuff. Yes. At the drugstore or, um, a handbag or use it for sacks or something like that. And that's the worst use of points. But why wouldn't you book hotels on it? Like you could get a massive suite for 10000 a night on your points. I don't know how he doesn't use points or give them out for Christmas or for um, bonuses or for um, take people on a spring break retreat or send your employees on a spring break retreat or just a company team building experience. Like use your points. I My goal in life is to die without a store credit uh, or a point. 
I want to die pointless. I want to have lived a pointless life and die with no gift cards and no store credits. I have a printout of all my store credits and gift cards because it's insane. That's a multi-billion dollar waste of money too. So for Dave Porno, he's always talking about like, oh, I won half a million dollars, you know, on this game, or I bet this, or I did that, or I spent this, or I lost that. Um, and his dog, Miss Peaches, is literally chewing at his wallet. You see his dog eating his wallet, which is effectively what he's doing by not using his points. Your dog may as well just go eat all your points because they're worth 45 million points. Um, you definitely, yeah, you, you could go on a trip for 500,000 points. Easy. Easy. A really, you could go on a trip for 500,000 points. So, uh, you know, lack of doing the exact math, that's like 10 trips that he could do. So give each of the Barstool employees, your top performing employees, some of your points and send them on a trip. Give Brianna chicken fry a million points as a bonus. Let's say you were going to give her the monetary equivalent of 500,000 points. Give her a million points. Give Josh Richards a million points to go with Gabriella on a trip. Point.meal, book it for free. They book through points, the best trips and get you the best deal. Like, honestly, I'll do it myself. Don't tell me Dave Portnoy doesn't have a a, a visa and he's only using an Amex because visa is what you're supposed to use when um, traveling, when dining, when staying at hotels. American Express is for luxury items, but you'll get the best ROI. Yes, he has American Express points. That's interesting. He has 45 million on American Express points, which means he uses his Amex for everything because he's a hot stepper and he's probably just using his black card. But American Express should really only be used for um, like luxury. Like if you're buying an Hermes bags or you're buying a watch. And even then still, Visa has amazing return policies now and covers your ass. But Amex, while I do use it, and I am using my business card right now, and I don't know why I'm not using my visa on this trip. Visa is what you should be using for all your meals, all your travel, really all your expenditures, because the points are more valuable on visa. If you're redeeming points, so if Dave Portnoy is going to redeem his for 45 million points, those all should be used on air travel. So I double down to say that he should give all those points to Brianna Chicken Fry and to Josh Richards and to other people that work with him. That guy who does all the yelling and he's always reporting on stuff that's crazy going on right now and like yelling the, the, the updates and the news. Give them points on American Express to be used on first class tickets to go amazing places. And visa points are great to be used on hotels. That's how I roll. Amex points for air, visa points for hotels, Amex points, if you will, for extreme luxury. Use visa to charge everything else. But it's a currency. It's money. Dave Portnoy is wasting money. So if you don't want to use it yourself, give it away or do a contest, do a giveaway. By the way, Dave is now raising money because of his dog, Miss Peaches, for a charity, and you can donate the points to them. You can donate the points to relief work. The best idea I've had yet. Donate the 45 million points to be strong, let's say, 
donate your points to people who are suffering. You know, you bought a rescue dog, which is being celebrated. So that's great. But like, donate your points that you're just kind of laughing about and can't believe you have so many of to charity or to, you know, the Josh Richards chicken fry or barstool people. But Use your points, people. And Dave's an extreme example, but I'm saying it to you guys too. Get organized about your points and how you spend them and what credit cards you have and how you operate on the day-to-day because the money really does add up and it could be a free vacation or you could help someone else in need who wants to get out of a disaster-torn place. So if Dave wants point.me to help them spend those points in the most efficient way where you're not getting ripped off. And that's the thing too. Points change every single day, like a currency. So funny. Points change every single day because one day the dollar is worth this in Canada. The next day is worth something different. Points are the same. One day you can book this hotel and yes, the hotel might be $300 today or $400 tomorrow, but also the, the, the points currency changes too. Today, you need X number of points to book that hotel. Tomorrow, you, uh, you know, get, get double your value because they're giving you double your value for your points. So it is a currency. It is, please double check my work and point.me can confirm, but it is, I think, the third largest currency in the world is points. So get educated because I think you're missing the point. And so is Dave Portnoy. Okay, I'm a big fan of Cozy Earth. Who doesn't love bed sheets that feel like butter? Oh my God, they're delicious. They make you feel special. They make you feel rich. They make you feel clean. They make you feel refreshed. The sheet sets are to die for. They fit my bed perfectly and they wash like a dream. Travel-friendly and hassle-free, Cozy Earth's bedding comes in adorable totes, making it the perfect companion for your adventures near and far. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use my code Bethany, B-E-T-H-E-N-N-Y, at checkout to get 35% off. Whoa. And let them know that I sent you after you check out. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm loving Alex Earl's boyfriend, Braxton. He's so cute. He actually does look like a panda. They call each other, I guess, panda. He looks like a sweet little bear. He's just along for the ride. He doesn't mind being her boyfriend, her sugar daddy, her intern. Like, he's really secure. I guess if you're, you grew up a football star and you're in the NFL, you're secure because you're cute and you're good looking and you're young and now you're dating, you know, the it girl and it's adorable. Like he's just cute and they're just funny together. And like, it was almost like the social media gods cast him, you know, like just put him in the role. They're very cute. My daughter Bryn likes them, which I like. Cause like, that's a cute little boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't remember what it was like to be that age and be in a relationship. It's just so funny because she's on social media. So she feels like, you know, it's not like I feel like she's my age, but she's someone that I could, you know, once in a while watch and be entertained by. It's not that relatable because she's like, could obviously be my daughter. But uh, it's just funny to watch Bryn watch and this cute little relationship. I mean, they're so young. I'm trying. Well, not that young. I mean, I guess I was married the first time at 26, but they're wild and they're just, they're just, they're just cute and fun and they're doing their own show. And he's on the podcast all the time now. So they better get married because he's like in the program and that would be really cute. That's giving Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey, which is not a kind thing to say. And I don't mean it to be not kind, but weren't they super cute in the beginning? You know, Uh, or were they not? I don't remember. Someone said they didn't like the way he spoke to her because these two are adorable. I didn't mean to make that comparison in any negative fashion. I just mean, I feel like Jessica and Nick were like all American cutie pies together. And that show is way ahead of its time, if you really think about it. Like, I wonder what that, I mean, who produced that? I'd love to watch I mean, I really probably wouldn't, but it'd be fun to watch that again. If I tell you that the best piece of entertainment I've ever seen in my life is that jam session with classroom instruments that Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake do with a group of musicians and the way that it's produced, the way that 
the social media post is produced. It cuts between different people doing the music and then you'll have like they'll 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 zero in on two people like Jimmy and Justin and then they'll have like two people above them like it's all these different squares like Hollywood squares and it's insane. It is the sickest and it escalates and Jimmy Fallon is so happy like he loves being a musician. He loves entertaining. He really is like a variety show. And it's just unbelievable. Like, it's just, I I honestly, I'm as impressed with Jimmy Fallon as I am with Justin Timberlake, which is a massive statement because Justin Timberlake is an incredible musician. And I'm so happy for him because when he came over to TikTok, people were like trolling him. And sometimes he'll like do something on stage and they'll like say like he's like it's dad or something. They'll make fun of him. Guess what the fuck what? Justin Timberlake is a god. He always has been. He's that guy. He's so good. He is such a talented musician. Like, he dances, he acts, he sings. His voice is, like, so mellifluous, and it's such a good album, and I'm so happy, and I'm, like, loved watching this. I just I want to watch it all day. I, I was mesmerized, so if you haven't seen it, I don't know where else it is. Was it, was it only on the show? Was it for social media? That would be psychotic. I can't imagine that that was the case because— but I can because, I mean, millions of people will see it. But if it was on the show, then you know, and I'm an idiot and I'm late. I died. I just was scrolling through. I'm like, what in the hell? And it, like, elevates and gets to, like, a crescendo. And it's so satisfying. It's just like a journey. Oh, my God. And I'm just so impressed with Jimmy Fallon, too. So, like, 10 out of 10, freaking out. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have a, one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Is kale being canceled? So... I knew kale when it was a garnish at a diner next to a warm, sweaty orange slice next to hot eggs. And I saw kale really get to the top. I saw kale go from a curly garnish to a chip, a Caesar salad. I saw kale getting deep tissue massages and massaged kale moments. I saw crispy kale. I saw, yes, kale Caesars, kale quinoa. Kale, butternut squash, power kale. I've seen kale really move through the ranks of society. And I've seen it leave tired vegetables in its wake like escarole and broccoli rob. And I've seen it also bring up different types of Nepo vegetables like cauliflower that also was just like a, you know, a a public service punishment, like eating cauliflower was like eating lima beans and Brussels sprouts too. Brussels sprouts also was good friends with, with kale and cauliflower and they were in like a nerd group. And now they're like Kendall Jenner, Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez, like they're, or Gigi Hadid, they are like celebrities and kale fucked up because kale in some way is toxic, they're saying. And I just feel like we're not seeing it as much. And, you know, quinoa is represented by the same publicist and agent and manager as Kale. And they've had a really nice moment, although it feels like it's slowing down a little as the only protein grain. That was a really big, big moment. But like it's, you know, Kale is like a it's Kale Dashian because Kale was the most famous vegetable in the world for a moment. And now it's just taken a notch down. It's just older and it's not as relevant. It's rich. You know, it's rich like Kim, but like kale is just not it anymore. It's just taken a, a dive. 
So who will be the next Kale? I mean, who is Taylor Swift in vegetable talk? Um, They're trying to make beets come up. Celery has been having a moment. It's been really stretching to be something, but it's just not. It doesn't have the diversity of Kale. Um, I don't know. I think like leeks could really come in. I just don't see Radicchio ever being mainstream. I don't see Endive ever being mainstream. I feel like mushrooms really had their moment, but they're a little like dirty and, and moldy sometimes. And people just like, they don't bathe correctly. They don't bathe. They cannot be in water. So I just don't think they can be as famous. I feel like broccoli is just like classic carrots. People have tried to elevate carrots. Butternut squash has had a real moment too. I myself have really pushed potatoes, like baked potatoes, as far as I can push them, you know? <clears throat> so as I sit here, I try to think about, like, Swiss chard is too niche. I think leeks, I just don't think, I think leeks could do it. Asparagus is not going to do it. It's tried so hard. Broccolini's like a cousin of Broccoli Rob, and it's just not, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, and I'm really sorry. Like, spinach is amazing. But like something interesting like bok choy, which is also it had to, someone would have to really figure out how to prepare it really well. So like bok choy or like snow pea shoots or like Chinese broccoli. It's going to be something really niche like white asparagus, lima beans. I just like lima beans could hit because they're like edamame. So I just feel like we need to figure out ahead of time like root vegetables is not going to be it they're just too like starchy and they're kind of wintry we need like a year-round vegetable so like I just want to forecast and like bet on the right vegetable and I'm having a hard time thinking about what it is maybe it's something I don't even know about like they have black kale they have baby kale um They probably have, like, red kale. I don't know. They have different colors. Like, purple broccoli, not going to happen. So, I don't know. Maybe yellow beets. Like, that's good because it's, like, also serves a purpose. It's not staining your counter. Um, You know, it's going to have to be a functional vegetable because people are really into health right now. And kale had a function in fiber and in, like, probably vitamin. I think it's A or K. Um, So, think on it, please. You know, fruits too. Pomegranates had a moment. Acai had a moment. At my vegetable representation agency, maybe I'll take on some fruits. I don't know. And then there are some fruits that are thought to be vegetables. I mean, a tomato is a fruit. It's confusing to people. So um, in in fruits, the small tomatoes, the like sugar bombs, those are doing really well. But I don't know who the hottest client is right now. I feel like we're in a lull in between clients. That's why it's a great time for someone to come up. That's why I don't know why. I just, oh, artichokes. They're very expensive to get the heart They're, you know, but artichokes, there's going to be an artichoke shortage at some point. Avocados fucking came in like a wildfire. How did I not mention avocados? Holy fuck. They like move the market like the avocado industry. Like, oh, my God, they can't keep up with the demand. Same with the kale. So we got to really think about where they can really mass produce vegetables, like how that can happen. Corn's been doing nicely, but you can't just compare like we need. You know, sprouts are too finicky. They get too moldy. There's too many issues. Like, um, we got to think. Because the thing about it was kale was cheap. Like, it's got to be a durable, cheap vegetable. And kale also, like, lasts. Like, you could have a kale salad in your fridge for a while. You can't have, like, a spinach salad already dressed or, like, arugula or romaine or – which has – or um, iceberg, which has really not, not a lot of nutritional value, butter, lettuce. That wilts. Like, kale fucking held up. Kale's strong. It can handle bad press, too. 
So it can handle pressure. It can handle like deep, 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 deep massage and things like that. So let's just think about hearts of palm. I've been eating hearts of palm for years and that's having a moment, but it's a pick, it's a pickled vegetable. I don't know if that really counts. Cucumbers, you know, they're doing fairly well. I feel like for a vegetable, it's been around a long time. Like we haven't seen squash and zucchini really have their moment. Well, we saw zoodles. That was a moment like spiralizing and same thing with carrot and butternut squash, but I don't know if it's peaked. Eggplant. I don't know. Let's talk about it. And then we'll get into like legumes at some point, really. Like, you know, is it chickpeas? Is it beans? Is it? And we could get back into grains too. People haven't really exploited farro and millet. Like farro is spelt. I think there are three names for farro. So that could do well because it has a Hollywood name too. There's like spelt and then there's one more name. Like wheat berries. I think there are three names. Farro, wheat berries, and spelt. So it has three names. So it's like Anthony Michael Hall. So who knows? A lot to discuss. Super important stuff. Peppers. There are many colors of peppers now. Onions are great. Like maybe they're going to be different kind of like I love a red onion. Um, herbs. We could do herbs one day. Like cilantro had a moment. When I was a kid, cilantro was not famous at all. It was like a punishment. Cilantro was like very alien and soap-like. And you know, basil has had its moment, obviously. Parsley, really. Parsley is like a cousin of kale because parsley was also on the side of a plate as a garnish. And it's been taken more seriously. You know, some Middle Eastern dishes include and Israeli dishes include parsley, which is really nice. And Italian dishes, it's Italian parsley. They're very, very snobby about it. But parsley also is like an herb. You'll see a parsley pesto. It's not that common. I'm not going to overstate it. But I don't know. We haven't seen the height of sun-dried tomatoes Roasted peppers in a jar is really serious. Olives, you know, I don't know if we've seen their height. They probably are in some different group because they have like a, do they have a seed? Yeah, they have like a seed inside. So they're probably known as something different. I'm not good at that. Like I might be, I'm sorry if I don't know all the terminology and the language. I'm just educating myself. Like I don't want to, you know, an olive may identify as a vegetable, but it's not a vegetable. A tomato may identify as a vegetable because it's always playing with vegetables, but it's not a vegetable. Like there are a lot of different, terms that I don't know yet and we're all going to get educated and I don't want to get canceled for calling a tomato a vegetable or an olive a vegetable. I'm not suggesting. I feel like a palm is different too. Like people forget that a pickle really originally was a cucumber and you should not call a pickle ever a cucumber. A pickle is a pickle. It has transitioned into being a pickle and it should never be identified as a cucumber even though that's what it was. Similarly, a grape. A grape is a grape and a raisin I really believe used to be a grape. I think that's what I heard when I was a kid. I think that's true. I've never really believed it because it's so different. But I think a grape was, I think a raisin was a grape. And I really do think that a pickle was a cucumber. So it's hard to see things in a different light, but we have to be sensitive. So sorry, not sorry. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.